0: Thank you for listening to the Empowering Process Podcast. Be sure to visit Gail at gailcraft.com to learn more about how she serves thought leaders, entrepreneurs, and goal seekers. And remember, if you like
1: this broadcast, be sure to share and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Well, hello,
0: everybody. Gail Craft here on the Empowering Process Podcast. And I have with me someone that you absolutely need to meet. This is Samantha, Samantha, (laughs) K-A-Y-L-O-R. And she's the founder of Everly Sacred, which we will talk about a little bit later. But Samantha is joining us today to talk about specific experiences in her life that she struggled with and as a result of choices and feeling kind of like no choice a domino effect occurred for her which brought her to her knees and you know I know what it's like more than once to be brought to my knees um and I will tell you the last time I was as painful as it was I thought I was going to die it was the point in my life where I stepped into owning my power and owning who I am so I'm looking forward to sharing your story Samantha welcome
2: thank you so much Gail for the wonderful introduction
1: <laughs>
0: so so tell us a little bit I mean that is, is a powerful statement that you made about being brought to your knees, and I I would imagine many people feel that way Um, and feel lost in the middle of that turmoil. So um, what were some of the things that led up to that experience? And what was it that brought you to that point?
2: Yeah, so when it came to literally the turning point and being brought to my knees that something had to give
1: was being in
2: corporate to the point that I was living a life that looked great from the outside and feeling absolutely empty and like a shell of a person on the inside. Um, Had everything when it comes to relationship, a house, everything materialistic that somebody would appreciate. And at the same point, there was hardly any love or support
1: and um really growth in the relationship and let let me just
2: interject for one
1: second Mm
2: -hmm. yeah
0: say that um you made a comment that from the outside looks like I have everything we have Mm -hmm. been raised especially in the U.S. of A with a, a determinate definition of what success looks like. And it's all materialistic. None of it has to do with being centered, being one with self, being sure of your choices, being confident, right? You can be absolutely broke, which, you know, if you have all those other things, you're not going to be absolutely broke, but you could be absolutely broke and be completely successful with achieving what is important to you in your life, right? And so so why why did you, before we we get to, you brought to your knees, because I've had some pretty amazing and pretty horrible experiences with corporate. Um, What made you believe that this is the perfect life before you finally realized, yeah, not quite so much?
2: what i believed uh it was beautiful sunshine i was living in the sunshine state in um the united states so that would be florida i was at the number 1 beach that was uh siesta key or clearwater uh, and it was beautiful like i could literally go drive there uh enjoy five star dining um, really enjoy like the shopping, and everything is just consumer, like consumerism. Now I'm looking back. And in the time it was keeping up with the Joneses, um, of what was the clothes, the shoes, the, the appearance. And um, I thought, yes, this is success, this is what, this is what it is. I, I reached my pinnacle, mm-hmm. and I was so happy. Because sometimes we get
1: into a, I would say a cycle and also a um,
2: mindset from our parents as in saying, like, even though I wasn't able to do my dream, this is my dream, and I'm going to get that through you. Yes. <laughs> that was another thing major when it came to. Um, living this out for the time being is like, I've always been very artistic, very um, with my hands and in general of just designing. And my mother was the same way. Um, We, the family was brought up in poverty, very poor, um, didn't have much. And she was just like, I am somehow going to get you through college, which she did. And when I moved um, a thousand miles away from home, seeing like I'm starting my career, uh, she was more than giddy. Like, this is my success of what a child is. Um, There's a lot of psychology in between there. And I was like, yeah, I did it. Look at me. Um, It worked for a while. And then really noticing how, the old structure
1: was when it comes to fitting into the machine. It, it was <laughs> it was interesting to see that and being uh,
2: almost ostracized for having ideas and not clogging in and saying like, well, what if this would work? What would that would work? And really uplifting the company. Uh, and it was just like, no, this is not your position. This is out of your scope. This is out of your position. Um, this is do what you're supposed to do. Yes. Get back to
0: it. the last corporate job I had. I literally was told to shut up in meetings and stop showing people how smart you are. mm. And it wasn't about that. It was about sharing ideas and sharing different perspectives, right? Um, And so I want to get to the cog that you mentioned, (laughs) (laughs) right? Um, So I wrote a book over a decade ago called Authentic Women Have It All. And it's about women showing up in business and becoming men. Versus being, bringing what business really needs, the feminine perspective, in order to have balance and grow and be creative, right? And in doing that, they cheat the business of their, their potentiality, and yet business smothers them and puts them into that role. It's, it's really, and, and my hypothesis was that corporations is an experiment. There are uh, that structure is only now maybe one hundred and twenty years old. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's an experiment and it's failing. So you know it's failing miserably, and I said that over a decade ago that it's failing because women aren't allowed to to bring the gifts that they have to the boardroom, right? So as a result, people like you. Who are creative, innovative, um, go with the flow and have amazing ideas are stifled.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: talk a, a little bit about what was going on corporately. And you you mentioned it, it you know, domino effect. You know, to, to me, a domino effect is if everything's going really terrible at work, but my personal life is doing fine, I can handle it. If everything's not going well with my personal life, but it's going well at work, I can handle it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, but when all of my surroundings are falling apart, that's it. I'm in chaos. Yes. Yeah. So talk, talk about so 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 you were living the dream, your your mother's dream,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and for a while it was good, and then you started questioning, "What the heck did I get
2: I did. into?" <laughs> yes. Um, it was interesting to be in the generation and then also too of like you're not going to stick with one corporate job I bounced from job to job to job and now it's looked at as in saying oh you have a little bit more depth you have um variety of your capabilities but before it was looked down upon saying like, well, what's wrong with you? You can't keep a job for being at it for five, 10,
1: 15, 20 years and making sure that you get your pension in 401K. (laughs) And um, when it comes to it, I mean,
2: if you're happy and you're passionate about the job, then yes, I, I agree that if you enjoy your work. Of course, there'll be some hard days in between. We're human. We have that. Um, then okay, but that wasn't the case for me. I Each time I upgraded my salary and what I was capable of and my expectations, and I grow the corporate ladder of um, maybe not really making a One a fiscal move, and then also being lateral with it. And each time, it was just like, okay, I I enjoy it, and I'm a person that I see something I need to fix it or know the how to make it better. Not for the sense of own self purpose, but in general of like the whole well being of a company. And they didn't like that because they're like, we've always done it this way. I'm like, well, how are you going to grow within? um, keeping up with the ages and I've learned to pick my battles. I've learned just with experience and
1: it was at my last corporate job before, um, everything went
2: down in 2019, Mm -hmm. beginning of 2020, um, that they was, saying like, oh, well, you're doing remote work. And how things got bad from business and personal is I didn't like my relationship anymore, my long-term relationship.
1: Um, that fizzled out. And your mind goes away from the relationship before your physical does. <clears throat>
2: and it, it was a definitely hardening because at that time, uh, it was my second parent that passed away
1: and I had to do work and then also handle that within
2: a like going to another state a thousand miles away, plus handling that in remote work. Now, of course, remote work was ludicrous. It wasn't even thought about. And Then now after, I mean, you have hybrid positions now and remote positions even more. Um, So the pinnacle point and the top of it that just kind of made the doink of everything else falling into place uh, was at the back door of my childhood home. And I literally was on my knees and I was looking out the, the acreage that, We've had, and I'm like, I'm done. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I don't like my relationship. I don't like my job. Um, and I called on a woman that I've had at the time was a spiritual mentor towards me. I'm like, what am I
1: doing wrong? And I was like, is there something wrong with me?
2: And she was like, no. Says you needed this. It's like your dad passing away in disguise. It was definitely a blessing. Like what he couldn't give you in the 3D physical realm. He's giving you a lot more in the
1: astral quantum space. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Okay. And you're like, okay, this woman is crazy,
0: right? <laughs> and I'm sitting and going, yes, yes, yes,
2: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, I mean, I've had uh revelations throughout the, exp- mean, growing up when it comes to having experiences, sensing, seeing, um, hearing the the presence of others. That's usually when think that's here and I'm like oh I'm just going to keep this to myself <laughs> until years later and um that phone
1: call was a full circle moment yeah yeah and um and sometimes we need permission mm-hmm. to let go
0: and to follow our own dream and to follow our own path, especially when we were raised with a certain set of guidelines and a certain set of expectations. I know my expectations, me growing up, fell apart when I was 24. I was told, you, you're not going to college and you're not going to, you know, do much in business because you're just going to get married and have babies. So mm-hmm. i married, had a baby, found myself divorced and non-welfare at 24. Oh, holy shit! <laughs> well, that didn't work out, <laughs> right? Um, right? And so, you know, so there are different turning points in our lives where we have the opportunity to either swirl down. Because you could have gone into a fetal position, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Say this is the life that I was meant to live, and it sucks, but I'm staying. Right. This is the relationship I picked. And there's something wrong with me that it's not working. So I'm going to try and fix it. Mm. Or you could pick yourself up and say, okay, it's time for me to move on to the next thing in my life. And that is to find out who I am.
2: Exactly.
0: Right. So, um, so your dad passed and, um,
1: and you found yourself with, with nothing working. Yeah. So, (laughs) So what did you do? I continued the corporate until they actually quiet fired me
2: before that terminology came into existence now, more so publicly. And in the meantime, I literally uh, gave the house the X. I pretty much saying like, here you go. Here's everything. I was like, you wanted the house. Um, You wanted this lifestyle. And I was like, it's yours. I'm like, I'm walking away from it. Um, of course, the timing wasn't the greatest. Of course, when is it ever? Um, and I just focused on the estate whenever it came to it. Uh, there was a lot of ups and downs with it, uh, getting it renovated as in a house and also having a claim against the estate within it and that that was interesting <laughs> um and being a single child, there was nobody else to actually help me. I was figuring the process out as I went through, and it was scary because a lot of people don't tell you that whenever somebody passes, even if it is your partner your Mother, your father, uh, your close loved one, even your grandmother, um, that people will come out of the woodworks. And it's not the greatest.
0: It's pretty nasty. The nastiness of humans come through. Isn't it terrible?
2: It is. And it's a side of death, grief, sadness that's not talked about. Mm-hmm. Because, yes, you do need to grieve and be able to and also too you're trying to find a safe space whenever you're in the process and you actually have to create that within yourself if you don't have it externally and that the estate went on probably for about two years it did yeah i Gave me time to really check in with my mental health, figure out what is going on, and also two of my boundaries. What do I want? What is Samantha? Rather than all the titles. Um, And looking at myself for being at the age I'm at, that I have no children. I'm saying like, okay, is something wrong with you because you, you don't have any kids yet? You're not married? um So it's like there's a, a belief that's BS, okay? <laughs> <laughs> right? um You have to be a, a like at this time you're getting married, you're having kids, and everything of, kind of like what you went through, and you're just kind of like,
1: oh well, yeah, this didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it took a long time to and yeah
2: it took a long time to really figure out that what I was seeking externally I've already had it internally as in my voice my safety my creativity taking up space and being okay with it and I mean through all the trauma that has went through yes of Loved ones
1: passing, but then also too of just childhood, teenage years that you really don't think about. And I had
2: a few great friends, and I I'm still with them today. When it comes to
1: going through all the process, and we really don't look at it when it comes to
2: our external world and we say like okay we we see the clutter we see the mess um we see the relationships most definitely and how much they affect us internally and also too when it comes to the internal stuff saying like okay are you going to tolerate this
1: well that's and where
0: your, your boundaries coming. yeah Right. Um, One of the things that I've done with um, my clients is, let's go through uh, true value elicitations, not the values your dad and mom said you should have, and not the values corporate says you should have, or (laughs) that church says you, you know, your intrinsic physical, emotional, psychological, spiritual, your core values. It's a very painful process because we you have, you have to get past the bullshit to get to the core, right? But when we get there
1: and prioritize them, force rank them, which is also another painful process, you end up with your top five. With your top five, you can create some pretty solid boundaries and say, does this business line up with my top five?
0: No, well, I'm not working there. Does this relationship line up with my top five? Great. Yes, it does. So if that person leaves the toothpaste tube open, it's not one of my top five. I can deal with it. Right. Mm -hmm. It aggravates me, but it's not one of my top five. Right. 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 So keeping those in mind and you know, putting some sense to it and then asking yourself what is what is coming up. And if it's from the past, which 99.999% of the time it is, or the future expectations, right? But in the now, if you're reacting to anything other than in the now, you need to let that go and focus on the now. Right? And that's, and that's the journey of finding self, right? And that's that this, you would have to have dealt with loving and and forgiving mom and dad, loving and forgiving your past relationship, but most importantly, loving and forgiving yourself Mm -hmm. because the choices you made, you didn't know any better, but now you have amazing information. So what is it that In the past few years, what are some of the major shifts in your life that you've experienced because you've done the work of looking at yourself, right? And going through the process of number one, admitting that you have already always been open to the universe, right? Mm -hmm. And that it's not scary or something that needs to be kept a secret, but embraced and leaned into.
1: And how has that helped you? A lot of questions. I love that. Yes. Mm I've learned
2: when it comes to how you say in the present and we've always had once again, the expectations, what is your year plan? What is your five-year plan? And I mean, do they ask
1: me that? I'm like,
0: whatever they tell me.
2: <laughs> right. I'm like, oh, okay. And now it's, I have very much leaned in to the feminine energy and also too of saying like, okay, it is present. What needs to come through, I'll follow the breadcrumbs. And even if it's something that is sitting right here in front of me as in knowledge and information or connection, and I don't have any use for it right now, I know it's going to come in value somewhere later. And I've seen that time and time again of okay, and it starts to come into play like a tapestry, you're just like, okay, we're well, weaving it in. And um, that has been the most difficult thing
1: through the whole process is really letting go. Because you we understand letting go to a tip of the iceberg
2: You don't know the letting go from seeing like, yes, you're doing the action. You have no expectation of the future. No expectations.
0: Um, Through my coaching Mm -hmm. with many of my clients, that is, I I focus on judgment and expectations because if you can release those, you're golden, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And many have a difficult. Concept with that because I'm talking, don't expect your relationship and your significant
1: other to show up for you. you're placing an expectation on them. How heavy is that? Oh, what a weight you're putting
0: on. Don't expect mm-hmm. them to come in and
1: and hug you and love you. I mean, we were raised that this is what love is right. But that's not divine love, divine love there is no expectations, there just is love right
0: and and you do your thing, and I do my thing, and we in the the tapestry thing we weave in and out,
1: yeah. right,
0: and so changing our concept of reality is what's going on right now, right, and you changing your concept of reality of goals i love that you that you've gone there that you're like i'm just following the breadcrumbs i don't know where they're going i i don't know where they're going right i i posted the other day not the other day maybe it was in february in december i was asked you know what are you grateful for for last year what are you planning on next year i'm like i'm grateful i'm grateful to them and i don't know right Right, and in february i have I now have three books coming out. I had never planned on writing this middle of December, I would have said <laughs> fourth one in the crew in the and events that I'm presenting at none of it was planned. It's like, okay, guys, you're putting
1: this opportunity in front of me, you're pushing me to go pick up the phone and 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 okay, I'm doing it. oh, look at what happened right, and that's that's. The, the fear of not knowing where you're going is
0: where everybody lays. And here's the deal. As I've been in corporate, I've been five-year plan. I've been, right? And I was I am a queen executor. I can make you give me the project, man, I'll get it done. I'll get it done better than anybody. I don't get it done. I manage the team to get it done. I know how to get a team in flow
1: to get it done right but to me it's meaningless it really is meaningless it's just a game
0: because who says it's important and I would say that in corporate why is this so important who gives a crap tomorrow if it just doesn't get done I mean I'll do it Mm -hmm.
1: but seriously what if what is so important here right um what is so important is connecting yourself to you.
0: That is what is important. And, you know, your life is completely changed because you found that. I just, I just love <laughs> the people that I'm meeting. So what is it that you do now, Samantha? Tell us a little bit about, um, so you went through this transformation, you, you lost a lot materially. Right, Mm -hmm. People would say you're crazy to walk away from a home, you're crazy to walk away from a job, you're crazy just to struggle, you know, fighting the fighting over you know, the property and and all that stuff because of your father's death, but it was your right. And and what do you have to show for it? What do you have to show for it, Samantha? Where are you now?
1: Right now,
2: I am mobile when it comes to my local area, I'm doing sound baths. And also with meditation, I'll be launching
1: a membership at the middle of April. And it is
2: really encompassing, yes, what I've learned in marketing and also to bringing in the energetics behind it and centering the breath when it comes to meditation and breath work and how sound can really alleviate as and pump you up and then also relax you in a therapeutic state of mind so you have a little bit of marketing and also too you have a bit of
1: rejuvenation in between so how oh, interesting i love the creative way that you're going about this
0: And do understand, you know, when it comes to music, to sound, to vibration, everything is energy, including us, and vibrations matter. And, you know, the old experiment of plants and music should tell you, should demonstrate to you, if you have a plant that is not doing well, then play some great symphony right next to
1: it. And within a week, that plant is going to start to perk up and grow. It's, it, it, it's not
0: amazing, it is science. And so what we considered in the past prior to today is woo-woo, that's not, that's all crap, is now through quantum physics
1: being proven to be true. Mm-hmm.
0: is truth because if you can get yourself vibrationally in tune with the universe, Everything is available to you. You grow like the plant. You're gonna grow. You're gonna manifest. You're gonna find your dream. You're gonna find your happy place.
1: <laughs> <Right>?
0: <laughs>
2: yes, yes, definitely.
0: Right. So so um, so what's happening with relationships with you now?
1: Oh surprise. So, I know. Uh so. I,
2: I'm i glad that you circle back and talk about the relationship portion. And that's also huge because having a divine connection
1: after having narcissistic trauma abuse, it is the most blissful and I would say eye-opening relationship because what you thought was normal and comfortable
2: isn't. And you actually find a person who is in the position of
1: love itself
2: without any conditions,
1: without any underlying, um, Judgment or expectations. Yes. And it's, hmm. <laughs> it's been eye-opening to actually see yourself in
2: the position of having somebody that you know you're deserving of it. When in the past, you thought that you give out so much and you didn't return. Like in return, you received so little. So you thought everybody, or at least in relationships, this is all I'm getting. And it's so simple that when you're not looking, something will actually come about. more importantly, is the universe will put you with a person that is right for you when you've done enough healing for yourself.
0: Well, the universe is going to give you a person who's going to mirror back to you. Yeah. Right. And so if you're in a narcissistic relationship, having been there, you have a feeling, a belief
1: Mm -hmm. of um, low self-worth that there's a role that I'm supposed to play. um, And this is all that
0: I, I am lucky to have this. I'm lucky to have this, I guess is is one way to look at it. When you realize that, hell no, you're not lucky at all. Right. (laughs) Yes. Right. Um, And that you deserve absolutely anything that you desire then you are in a position to step out. And it's not that easy to step out, you know? No, I mean, in many of my interviews, people say, and then we left, and then I left. And no, there is, first of all, getting emotionally settled for that, then financially maybe settled for that, planning for how am I going to have this conversation? Am I going to have this conversation or am I just going to walk out and never come home one day? Right? I mean, what are the the logistics to disengaging from a relationship that is no longer working? And before you even get there, Samantha, you said, I am mentally gone before I'm physically gone.
1: Right? You you check out. Um for me, I know that I I was that
0: I have two marriages, and and I will say that you know, in one, I was crying before I walked in the door. And I was crying as I was driving home. Then I was crying because work was ending. And um and I and I called my healthcare provider and said I need a shrink, and I need a woman who understands. And I gave all of the things that I wanted that person to be able to cover. And what she told me, which is very interesting, is you're at a point in your life where you have stopped and you've looked back and and has seen what you've been doing
1: and you're looking forward saying, do I want to continue this? And the answer is no. Right? Right on point. Right. Right right and you're at the point with, and so it's a death so
0: you're crying you're mourning the death of the past be good bad or indifferent you're mourning it um and confused about well okay i know that pain i have no
1: clue what's in front of me mm-hmm. right is it going to be worse or is it gonna, you know
0: what's it we have no clue and so that's the stuckedness that you you feel about so now what right But every person that I have ever met
1: who unstuck themselves, it is not worse. (laughs) No matter how
0: bad off they are financially, right? No matter where, you know, what mattress you get to pull up on because you don't have a bed to sleep in yet. No matter what car you have to sleep in until you find a financial means to pull yourself together it's better than where you were. Every single one has said that. So um, so you're out on your own now and you're living in Florida.
2: I actually moved back to Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, astrologically, it was more suitable. Uh, a lot of Florida, my financials and uh, fiscal years, I realized with astro cartography, it was not great. Like you would be on a roller coaster with finances. What did I go through for the past seven years? It was a financial roller coaster. Same thing with being in corporate and having a job relationships very emotional volatile and I was just like oh this is Florida I'm like okay I have to move out yeah <laughs> so I did a reset a year ago and I kept having the word reset reset and go to Pennsylvania go to Maryland that area yeah I'm yeah I love it yeah, so I was
1: down in in
0: Indiana last week. So, and I drive through Pennsylvania every year when I go down to Indiana to visit family. I usually stop off in Pennsylvania. I have family there, or friends there. So, um, so it's absolutely beautiful. So, Samantha, um, talk a little bit more about what you do and how people can get in touch with you if they want to know more.
1: Yes,
2: so I. Do one-on-one sessions, and that covers quantum healing, Reiki, along with sound baths. A lot of it right now has been mostly local-based, and now it's transitioning into membership for online. So, on my website, it is under construction uh, at the time of this recording, so it will be up very soon. Um, I'm so excited. And with the membership, as I said before, it would be a lot of the interjects behind relationships and the relationship with yourself and with marketing help in between. So you can get a hold of me on Facebook and on Instagram. Uh, it's under Everly Secret.
0: And that information will be in the show notes. Um, At the bottom. So thank you, Samantha. That was so beautiful. So thank you for sharing that journey with us. And uh, everyone, this is Gail Kraft from the Empowering Process Podcast. If you enjoyed this, if this actually brought some awareness to your life, do me a favor and give us a thumbs up. If you have a question, absolutely let us know. Maybe we'll get back together and answer the question for you. If you know somebody who could maybe benefit from this conversation, please do share it out to them because we're here for you. And as always, I love having you, everybody. Thank you so much. This is Gail
1: Craft from the Empowering Process Podcast. Thank you, Samantha, again. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Empowering Process Podcast. Be sure to visit Gail at
0: gailcraft.com. To learn more about how she serves thought leaders, entrepreneurs, and goal seekers. And remember, if you like this broadcast, be sure
2: to share and subscribe so you don't miss an episode.